0: Anchor's up, we about to take flight, way too big for one night, it's my last episode of this show, going to be transitioning to another platform, Anchor was fun, I appreciate the opportunity, but it, it just isn't, I don't really, I don't feel the need to ex or expand my reach here. So I'll just take my talents elsewhere and uh always always keep real close the the stepping stone that this app has been for me personally and at least getting my voice you know going again and uh, you know having something that I actually care about talking about. Now all of that to the side. WrestleMania 36. What a what a build. What a road. It was so much traffic, but now all of the traffic seems to have dissipated. I don't really know where uh, where the road is heading after the Raw after Mania, which was one of the things that kind of definitely got me back into it. I want to say maybe. Was it the Raw after 31 or 32? I don't remember at all, but I think it might have been 31, but I did have an enjoyable time. We might be here for a little while, so strap in, folks. Uh, I'm definitely about to go through predictions, and uh, that's really it. No programming notes, because after this, I'll be just taking my talents elsewhere and figuring out what I'll be doing from there. But I cannot continue to do this from this app. And all of the changes are taking place, and I'm just not changing with the changes. I'm not that style. I like to adapt and thrive. So with that, uh, we're going to go in the order where we are. I think this is BleacherReport.com. So we're going to just go ahead and go with the order of the matches that they have uh, promoted. We know there's a bunch of changes, a ton of dirt sheet took. I know it's... uh, A lot of the bullshit attached to the dirt sheets. I don't really follow rumors. I'm just going with what is. I don't know what's taking place. I don't know any spoilers. I don't know what's going to happen. Shit, for all I know, this might literally be my last episode doing this. I might not even be able to give a recap on whatever platform I decide to take this talent to. I know this for sure. If I don't get this shit the way I want it, I'm I'm probably not going to even talk about WWE anymore. So let's uh, let's have some faith, and let's just move forward in accordance with the you know guidelines provided by the CDC, and uh, let's let's put some faith. Let's let's have some faith in the old man and his company, please. Even if you think he's doing a not so great job right now, even if shit is down across the board, all of the stuff that you would want to say and all of the stuff that you enjoy hearing from your favorite personalities regarding the teaching every week, see through them for a moment and let's just try to be optimistic. If this shit goes belly up, then at least we can say we had our hearts and minds in the right places. Now, first match up, you know what? Because they got this in somewhat of a main event type order it seems like to start from the bottom and head on our way up we got Miz and Morrison taking on the Usos taking on the New Day and a tag or well, triple threat ladder match for the tag team championships real Hardys, Dudley's Edge and Christian vibes on this Miz is sick not with the flows neither is Morrison it's cute that they tried their little rap battle thing but I mean you know st- Please, like, like I'm doing. Stop while you're ahead, because it it, it was it, it was comical. Or whatever, um, I think it makes for a good space. I, I think it makes for a good rap battle segment down the line. You know, I think I mean if we're really being funny and just putting all of the silliness to the side, they did have little cool little writings for the guys. It, it was fun, but uh, Miss is sick. Get him some vicks. I don't think that he is rapping it all right now and when he comes back, I think uh, he'll be doing everything he can with Morrison uh, to make sure that this part of his career isn't wrapped up. Uh, I ha- I don't want to have a prediction going in, but I think in between the Usos and the New Day, are they tied right now? I think it's seven and eight times, so they might throw it at the Usos, but, I mean, y'all yeah, hear me uh, luckily driving, you know, having the opportunity to be a motorist right now. So... Uh, You know, uh, I don't know if the Usos need the keys to the tag team division vehicle right now. Maybe heavy machinery, but at the same time, uh, it's not really up to me. I would like to see, uh, I I just want to see a good tag team matchup, you know, between the teams. Fast pace, a lot of action, no injuries, but heavy, heavy hits, and of course, safe interactions. if we're not going to be socially distancing ourselves, uh, let me take this ease. Let me just relax myself. Part of me. Uh, next up, we got the Kabuki Warriors. Oh no no nope! Sorry sorry sorry. Oh uh, so yeah, I think I would go for the Usos in that one. I like the New Day a uh, whole bunch, but I think the Usos should tie it up and they should just keep that uh, rivalry going. You know what I mean? Like I think that I think that works. So we got oldest versus Dolph Ziggler. Mandy should have totally been a special guest ref. I think I've seen an old. Uh, Match card for Mania a couple of months back Where I had Mandy as a special guest ref But no, whatever I mean, Otis and Ziggy uh, Ziggy's been enhancement talent for years now Otis is, I want to say, clearly going over here I think this would be a great spot for it The part that really, really breaks my heart here No pun intended uh, Is the fact that the fans aren't in attendance for this I really would have enjoyed it Like, Otis's outburst and his little, when he snapped on SmackDown a couple of weeks back when Ziggy came out and, you know, had his moment with the Instagram photos and such like that. Like, just the build of the story has been one of those very organically built, nicely done storylines. It is a huge step above the Lana Lashley wedding segment, and then they completely destroyed Liv Morgan, you know, so it's like, we want to see her back. We want to see her doing great things, but that shit that like come on it was bad part of my language but I don't care how you feel about it uh Otis is clearly going over in that one in my opinion it's gonna look great for him I think it's gonna when the crowd is back in attendance he's already set in stone as great pop he's already been getting great pops I hope that uh Tucky isn't overshadowed out I don't feel that way at all I just want to make sure, personally, that these guys are, and I mean, it's not that much I can do, right? But just from my side of it, I would like for these guys to be uh, regarded evenly and, you know, just respected on the same level. We've seen awesome stuff from Tucker, hands down, from Elimination Chamber, of me, and SmackDown in general, so that was cool. Uh, next up, we got uh, the Kabuki Warriors taking on Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, Bliss, Cross, Applesauce, Nikki Cross on commentary killed it. Alexa Bliss has some of the wildest momentum we've ever seen by defeating Asuka. Nobody expected that. And um, now we've got a reason to have the tag team championship or the women's tag team championship matchup. Are we going to get... uh, What is it? Are we going to get new tag team champions, two-time women's tag team champions, in Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross? I believe so. We haven't really seen much from the Kabuki as far as, you know, I mean, we've seen them defend the championships maybe once or twice, but, I mean, we just need more female tag teams at this point, and we need more character development storylines, or if anything, we need longer standing championship range where there's actually something going on each and every week. Now, if there's a potential Uh, reset phase for the WWE, then this will be time to actually maybe think of some storylines that could take place. I'm excited about it, or at least excited to see if they're going to think of something. If not, I'll get over it quickly. But I would hope that the prestige of these championships is built uh, upon with this tag team championship match taking place on one of these nights at the show of of shows. Uh, Next up, we got uh, just make sure I'm looking at things correctly Yeah, we got the Street Profits Taking on uh, What's his name? Austin Theory and Andrade Now uh, I hope Razor gets okay Hope he heals up well okay, We got an injury with the uh, bicep It's unfortunate Highly unfortunate Rollins, uh, disciples uh, You know, like damn But Murphy and Theory I heard it And I think that might be a good idea. That could work. I like the idea. I like the energy. I like the look on both of them. You know, so they might be able to pull something off. Also, let's just make sure this is said now. Austin Theory, I apologize. I had a feeling that, well, during the match, we all seen the sequence enough times. Seth definitely reached out for Montez's leg. I thought that that was a part of uh, Seth's supposed to be missing Or something he threw in And, you know, him missing was just a nice little element To the psychology of the match And, you know, with the flip uh, Austin Theory just wasn't prepared for it No, no, no Austin Theory just wasn't uh He didn't know that that spot was gonna happen Apparently Montez was uh You know, just Just the, just the sequence of events It happened too fast I understand, it's alright I can see past it, I'm glad Montez is good Austin Theory loses no points and the Monday Night Messiah, all praises due. You know I mean, so with that, uh, what's this tag team championship? Street Profits easy to retain. Uh, come on, I hope we see a, a, a great dive. I hope Austin Theory does a great catch, um, and I hope we get some good stuff out of that. Uh, just with that tag team matchup, I don't really have—I uh, don't want to say high hopes for it—but I'm just glad that these guys are going to be able to get showcased defending the championships, and like I said, I believe it's going to be a very, very easy win, so, uh, with that, <clears throat> next up, we've got Sami Zayn taking on Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental Championship, I'm, um, I, I think it's going to be cool for, for Drew Gulak, I'm still looking at that, I call this a dream match between Daniel Bryan and Gulak, and then they had the match and everybody, like, it was just so well-received. And now we got Gulak and Brian together. Like, hey, I don't know if Gulak is gonna turn on Brian. I don't know if Brian's just gonna hand the championship over. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but it definitely makes for some interesting storyline moving forward. I'm I don't I'm almost excited for Raw After Mania because unlike a lot of the fans, I'm a little accustomed to the empty Arena environment that WWE has been trying to offer us. Just, just because, you know. So, it's um, it's all good with me. I'm not mad at it. I'm not opposed uh, to to whatever could take place. But Daniel Bryan Intercontinental Championship, uh, it sounds like it's gonna be a very good one. Uh, Sami Zayn definitely finally getting a lot of the uh, just the he's getting the, the looks that. He, he should have, well, everyone says he should have been getting, he's been annoying enough, he's been enough of a dick, and he's gotten his heel points up all the way to now be an intercontinental champion i think he could play a cowardly heel but also we all know he could go in the ring so it's going to be very fun to see him and db go at it i, I don't think i've even seen that and if i have the only reason why i forgot it is because it was a forgettable match and it was booked to be that way now with that uh next up we got elias versus king corbin okay i don't want to be mean I like Elias. I like King Corbin. Just from like you know that heel face standpoint, but I'm a little over Elias now. Uh, I don't. I don't want to be mean about it. I think it's, it's about the crowd. It's about how they feel. It's not about how I feel in this case. I think that the crowd enjoys Elias and they want to see more done with him. There's nothing that we're seeing from Elias. So if he picks up the victory, that'd be cool. Maybe that will give him some points. But if King Corbin gets the victory. I mean, I don't think he's undefeated at media, but I know he's he's got a, a little bit of a good streak there, you know. Uh, if he wins, you know, his heel points will go through the roof. But at the same time, both of them right now, I think, could use a little bit of a timeout. I don't know. It's not, on my, it's not on me. I don't book this shit. So, however it goes is however it goes. But that's definitely one of those matches where it's like, okay, you guys have been working with us all year. So, come on. You guys are definitely going to get some TV time, too. So, on the show, 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 shows. So, that's fine. I'm um, not against it. But I'm not super excited about that match, personally. They did enough with dropping Elias off the perch, which was, you know, comical enough in and of itself. But, um the uh the all in all overall for me I'm I'm just not going crazy over it it's not you know really screaming hey watch watch this match uh with that but no I do I do hope that they go out there and have a go and I hope it's entertaining and that's really what I'm getting at with that KO versus the Monday Night Messiah now both of these guys have been going back and forth for promos uh you know Oh, everyone takes shortcuts to get where they need to get to The fastest way in between two points is a straight line So, there you go on that You want to talk about Did Seth take a shortcut to beat Triple H? Was Triple H the shortcut from plucking Seth from obscurity again? Uh, I mean, I'm saying Was Seth beating Brock Lesnar a shortcut? What was it, a low blow? Did he use a low blow? Go back and watch the match I don't know KO, I know he got some shortcuts. Uh, if we're talking about H at, uh, at all, the first time KO got the championship, H is the one that jumped in for him, lest we forget. But I'm saying, though, at the end of the day, uh, KO and Seth, they're going to have a good one. I'm excited to see it. Anytime KO gets in there, man, KO showed me what he was made of, and it's crazy, but he showed me what he was made of against Shano. You know, and we all know Shane is... <laughs> In his own in his own world when it comes to sports entertainment. But at the end of the day, him and Shane, when they went out of the Hell in the Cell, it, well in the Hell in the Cell, it was it was something else, man. And they really went at it. So I'm pretty sure Seth and KO are really gonna have an excellent match. Both of these guys, highly experienced veterans. I'm excited to see what they're gonna be able to bring to the table. And uh, Seth with the new character, KO with just being KO at this point, you know, like, some of his promos, he has a little bit of a whiny tone to him, but, uh, I, 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 think he appeals to the same crowd that Otis appeals to at times, and that, that's awesome, so, I like KO a lot, because he also talks a lot of sense, but it's, you know, it's like, the, he has those Bubba Ray Dudley vibes. You know when he would always put somebody through a table has that straight face energy? Like, I like when KO does that, but at the same time, KO is never to be trusted, and that has always been, like, the running theme with his storylines. So, it's going to be real fun to see him and uh Seth go at it. I like KO. I was hoping that he was going to come back with that every man thing when he did make his return. And, hold on, just to make sure we got the proper respects on KO. When KO was... Face of America as United States champion. I think that was his best title run of all of them. You know, I think that was the best book. He had his face on the <laughs> on the little mat, on the Titan Tron, on the, on the ramp. It was, that shit was fire. And he wouldn't walk across his face. Like that was, that was good. So KO is just so, he's just a professional. It's going to be good to see him going in with Seth. I understand if KO picks up the victory against Seth, breaking a streak. But at the end of the day, no one will be mad at it. Kale deserves it, and you know I even watched one of the uh, you know documentaries on Kale where Mr. McMahon wasn't the happiest with him with his match, ironically enough, against Jericho. So let's uh, let's hope for some redemption there. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it. Let's get to the next one. The next one we got. Uh, oh man, we got this Fatal Five Way. Uh, match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Lacey Evans, Sasha Banks, Naomi, Tamina, and our champion, Bailey, will be scrapping one on one on one on one on one for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Tamina got the momentum going in. Trin just got back. Uh, Sasha and Bailey are the clear focal points here. Uh I think this is elimination match, also, so that's also kind of cool. But, um, yeah, uh, Sasha and Bailey are the focal points. We don't know what's going to happen. They've been teasing dissension for some weeks now. Mm. I'm, um, I'm hoping that we get something good. The ladies can't be scared to go in there and hurt themselves. That's all I'd say. Who do I want to win? I would like to see. Bailey as champion for the rest of the year. Personally, I know how it sounds. It's very, very, very biased, but Bailey has a special place right here for me. So, uh, hi Sasha. <laughs> you know, but but Bailey needs to win. Why does Bailey need to win? Because she's the SmackDown Women's Champion. Goddamn it! And that's just how I feel about it. I mean, it, it's 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 biased. I like Bailey. You know, like I like Bailey. It's just what it is. Um, I would love to see Sasha win, but I, you know, like, what, how are we going to s- shift these storylines around? What's going to take place? How is it all going to happen? You know, just keep it simple and keep it Bailey. You know, like, let Bailey continue to develop her mean character. You know, she's getting better at it as we go along, but whatever. Let's continue on. Uh, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, NXT Women's Championship. It pains me that Charlotte might lose at Mania. It always hurts my feelings to see Charlotte cry at Mania. I hope she doesn't... I hope Vince doesn't hear this and say, Hey, Charlotte, now maybe you should cry. Well, it's already taped. So we'll get to see some sort of natural something. But uh, if Charlotte wins, does she go to NXT? Does she go and, you know, run roughshod down there? Does she take on some of the women's division? Does she give it the rub? You know, like, is it going to happen like that? Is anybody even going to see it like that? I don't know. But what I do know is that I would definitely like to see... May Young Classic Energy all over this match. I hope they practiced the choreo behind that match 10,000 times. I need Cruiserweight Classic Energy with these two going at it because that is the only way that it would really live up to the hype with Charlotte versus not Charlotte you know it'll cut the comparisons and all the rest of that but I do think that it'll be something uh really really good to see I'm excited for Charlotte I'm excited for Rhea to get her opportunity I wouldn't want her to lose but since she's been champion she hasn't really been the this is my brutality Rhea Ripley she hasn't been the dominant scary force she's just been a little bit of the happy-go-lucky oh yeah I'm here and I'm I'm totally looking like a badass. I'm punching you in the face. Like, nah. We need more impact. We need more aggression. We need more senseless violence out of Rhea Ripley if we're gonna get uh, a champion like that for NXT. Like, you have to follow. Remember, remember, I talked about this a long time ago. Uh, we got AJ's champion, champion. Uh, we got Daniel Bryan as champion, and we got Kofi as champion. Now, who follows Kofi? How do you follow that championship run? You know what I mean. Uh, Brock Lesnar and then he went home. So, yeah, whatever, right? Um, (laughs) How do we follow Shayna Baszler's long run? You know, like we had Asuka and I mean, we had, I think we had something in between. I don't know, I wasn't really watching, but then we had Shayna Baszler as far as NXT women's champions go. So now we need, uh, since Rhea Ripley is now with the opportunity, we need some of that same dominance. We need some of that same energy. And I'm just not getting that outside of her theme song, and uh, we need more than that, and that's just keeping it real, I like Rhea, She's, she she has the look, she has the build, she has the aggression clearly, but we need to see and feel it constantly coming from her, because if we don't get it, then we're just gonna move on, and that would be unfortunate, because she looks just like Charlotte, and you don't wanna call her just another Charlotte knockoff, that would suck, uh, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler for the Royal Women's Championship, hey, they're tied up right now. They both tried to cut some promos on each other. They've had their moments. It's been a steady build. It's nothing compared to that brawl that Charlotte, Ronda Rousey, and uh, Becky had last year with the authorities and the car driving and slamming and the other shit. Like, yes, ma'am, or my co-host. But we haven't had uh, anything like that in this build. But we have had some moments. You know, attacks from the dark, attacks from behind. A lot of of cowardice, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I am uh, looking forward to seeing what these two are able to bring. I want to see Becky retain. It shouldn't be, oh, I could beat up everybody and then, you know, now somebody comes along and beats me. No, no, no. You need to build to be able to beat the Irish last kicker, you need to build to be the man, you know what I'm saying, like, we we know that Shayna could go, and we've all seen that Becky can go, so now let's see them both go ahead and actually go, I would like to see all of the women's matches be Mae Young Classic type energy, I don't think we can get it like that, but that was what, that's what I'd like to see, as far as the women's division goes now, I think that's what I want, just, just, you know, you put it out there in the, in the atmosphere in the universe, and hopefully, you get something out of it. Maybe not. Um. I mean, you know who we dealing with at the end of the day. It isn't about what we think is good. It's about what he thinks is good, right? So, next up, and I guess we're getting into more of the more of the uh, the textured uh, part of the evening. Let's just so call this one. Uh, Well, it's not night two. I guess we... Whatever. Anyway, let's get into the other part of why this is just too big for one night. Uh, We got Edge versus Randy. The the rivalry of the cheap heat. But it's all right. Because when all of the liquor stores are closed, I know damn well you ain't going to be mad if you get you some moonshine. And that's exactly what this match is. Moonshine. Homemade. All personal, all just whatever is going to get people interested, whatever gets people emotionally driven. HBK just said it. They put it up on uh, one of the social platforms. Uh, HBK talked about it. said the business is kind of driven off of emotion. So this is how you get people emotionally attached. You you talk about something that everyone can relate to. Everyone has a spouse. Everyone that's lucky enough to have a spouse, they understand. It's the same thing with... uh, Smart Calloway and Alan Jones, you know, uh, smart Calloway is one of the greatest things I've heard as far as, you know, the, the styles clash or argument, but whoever wrote that is the true smart there, but I'm going to just stay quiet on it. Uh, Randy versus edges. Obviously we need edge to win that. It's obvious, like, it would be cool for Randy to win, but Randy isn't gonna lose anything here if he doesn't pick up the victory. Randy, it already done solidified himself again. Like, Randy's good for another five years, in my opinion. Like, he could get booked for another five years, and he will get all of the cheers from the crowd still. And everything is going to be fine, <laughs> you know? Like, whoever Randy takes on next, again, is going to be like, oh, my God, who is Randy about to kill today, you know? So, edges, what great match to come back to. And, I mean, it sucks that it's not in front of anyone. Last man standing. I can only imagine what these guys are going to do to each other. I'm damn sure I'm talked about it. Randy versus Jeff Hardy. I think Randy still got that scar on his stop Who knows what these guys are going to be willing to put themselves through? It's going to be something. Next up, Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, WWE Championship. (sighs) Brock Lesnar day on ESPN, apparently. I'm excited to see Brock Lesnar get that much shine, that much love. Drew McIntyre is getting his uh, special on the WWE Network. Uh, Hey, if it's Drew's time to be in the spotlight, then that's Drew's time. I, I give... I I have no emotional toward it. I have no emotions. You know, like, I like Brock Lesnar, but Brock Lesnar does not... He's not around as often as the fans would want it. But at the same time, when Brock... When when the championship was around, nobody cared about the championship. So Brock Lesnar comes around, takes the championship back, and now everyone wants the championship back. But then they don't like Brock Lesnar. But then when he comes back around, he's still getting fanfare. Like, you know... It would be nice to see it. It would be nice to see Brock retain and look dominant. But at the same time, it's going to be awesome to see what Drew can do with it. You know, throw Drew the ball. How was it said? It's fucking go time. So, let's get it, Drew. Let's see what you got, man. I I got faith in him. I want to see him do well. And, you know, he's been talking that good shit for years now. You know what I'm saying? So, let's see. Let's see what, like, he's getting his shot at redemption. I'm excited to see what he's gonna bring to the table as far as whatever the book is is gonna throw at him. Uh, and more than likely, uh, this time next year, we'll be looking at Brock Lesnar with the championship again, LMAO. And that's that's the guarantee from Paulie. So we'll see how that goes. Next up, Bray Wyatt, John Cena in the Hollywood Funhouse match. Uh, the, the movie. <laughs> Uh, well, the fire. <laughs> it is Bra- Bray Wyatt versus John Cena in Firefly Funhouse, the movie. And it sounds good to me. Let's uh, see how it goes and see what John Cena is gonna bring to the table. I think it's gonna be highly entertaining. I think it's something that the fans are gonna wanna see, and I think WrestleMania is totally gonna be one of those shows where they go hard on the digital and media arts. So. Let's uh, let's hope the WWE really shows why they are a total stepping stone for so many now, you know, home names like household names, you know, that are movie stars or commercial stars or television reality television, pardon me, reality television stars, all of that such. Let's just uh hope for the best with that. I'm excited for it. Next up, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg for the Universal Championship. Um. Bad Roman, bad, bad Roman. WWE is letting Roman take the heat for pulling out of the match due to his health concerns. Bad Roman, shame on you, Roman. You shouldn't have left the match. You should have fought. You should have stuck around and fought. We understand your immune system could, could, could potentially be compromised, but we don't care. We want you to get in there and fight the best even though you probably might not be the best afterward. Like, who cares if you win the championship and then have to relinquish it after the fact, right? Right? Who cares if you maybe got old people and old family members at the crib and you could take it back and take the sickness back to them? Who cares? Nah, that's all jokes. I'm, and it's not even jokes. I know Roman's going to be present watching. I'm going to be present watching. Stay strong, Rome. Uh, who's taking on Goldberg? I don't know. We've heard the rumor of Braun Strowman. I don't know. I we'll just have to find out on SmackDown tonight. We'll see how it goes on Fox. Uh, next up, we got um, what else up? Oh, and in the Bleacher, Pro- excuse me, the Bleacher Report main event, we've got the Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a bone yard match said it last week i say it again now aj styles pulled the boneheadedest of this the moves by trying to call out the undertaker because i'm gonna put the respect on him the right way but he called out the undertaker and now we see exactly what that's gonna get him you know like now he has to fight him in the graveyard, no one wants to, and they're trying to be socially, I mean, you know, socially sensitive, somewhat responsible, and I can really, really respect that, I honor that, I like how they're, uh, I like how they're trying to, uh, you know, do the right thing with not really, just not being insensitive to the crowd, I can respect it, and I'm not gonna even go against it, you know, like, uh whatever uh you know i think taker's gonna win here you know like uh if aj wins that'd be awesome but come on this is taker's show like or well, it's vince's show but if this is the undertaker's thing you know what i mean like, we could see so many different incarnations like with the match being taped we could see some awesome shit and i'm excited about what could take place so there that goes no programming notes thank you anchor WrestleMania 36, too big for one night. I will be recapping somewhere else. So, find me there.